Hey, this is Rich. This is Cass. This is Jacob. This is Luke. Yes, Salut, c'est Jonathan Mercier. Welcome to the Hillsong Creative Micropod. Hello and welcome to the Hillsong Creative Podcast. This is Rich Langton, and as always, I am so happy that you've joined us. You might uh, hear from my voice that I'm pretty excited today uh, because on this uh, episode, we've got a, a, a really fun uh, interview that we did at Team Night just recently. Uh, we've been bringing you our Team Nights on the podcast for our team, hi guys who are listening, and also for all of you around the world who, um, I guess, lean into what we're doing at Hillsong Creative. Um, and so as far as Team Night goes, we've, we've been bringing you these and this is a pretty special one to give you some context these nights that we've been bringing you are our tumble home nights and uh if you don't know what a tumble home is why don't you google it um that'd be kind of fun but also you could go back and listen to some of our previous episodes from earlier on where you hear uh cass langton our global creative pastor talking about uh tumble home and and uh, really, uh, to give a synopsis, our tumble home is our worship. Uh, we're a worship team. Um, yes, creativity is important, but worship is our focus and, and obviously worship of Jesus. But in this tumble home that we're bringing you today, it's a conversation between myself, Cass, and Martin Smith from Delirious, uh, the band um, that he was a part of for many, many years. Uh, Martin has become a good friend of our team, and, and every now and again, he'll drop in and um and chat with us and drop some wisdom and some input and encouragement. And uh, and this is one of those times. And I think that you will enjoy it, but I think that you'll be inspired in this time of, you know, where some of us are still in lockdown, some of us are still mid-pandemic, but also with others of us who are coming out of that. Um, it's a conversation where I think we'll be able to be inspired for where we are now, but also for where God is taking us in the future. So I'm going to hand it over to, to Cass and Martin. Oh, one last thing before we jump into it. Uh, I forgot to tell you that in a few weeks' time, the 29th of July, we're going to be opening up our team night. It's going to be streamed live, and it's going to be more like a, a conference session from our Worship and Creative Conference. Uh, I can't say too much right now, but put it in your diary, 29th of July, coming up in a few weeks. It's going to be great. We'd love for you to be a part of it. Okay, now let's jump in, for reals. Martin Smith, you're looking pretty fun there in the studio. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Welcome I'm to Team Night and welcome to Creative. Oh, fantastic. I was just laughing at your hilarious introduction. <laughs> um. I actually have a way better introduction. It goes like this. Um, ladies and gentlemen, meet Martin Smith. According to his children, hold on guys, he's got a powerboat licence. He doesn't like tomatoes. He does gardening when he's on holidays. He turns all music down apart from showing others his. He failed. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Is this actually true? No, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. It's no, awesome. I mean, because <laughs> <laughs> it makes it funnier if it's Hold true. on. You failed music at high school, but you dominated in pottery. <laughs> Levi says you're useless at communicating. Your nails are always clipped beautifully and you love to pressure clean. Is this true? Do you know what? <laughs> Most of that is true. I, I, I've got, in lockdown, I've got myself a jet wash, you know, like a, a pressure wash thing. And I'm completely obsessed with it. 
like any any time I've got, I'm just like jet washing something, you know, like a wall or a you know driveway or a tree or something. So that that's my that's my story of lockdown. You, okay, so where are you right now? Um, I'm in my little studio room. Um, it's like ten thirty in the morning, and um, I'm I'm in the middle of uh, making a record actually. So. Um, I'm excited about that, but um, yeah, this is my little room. I've got Pro Tools in here, and I'm just trying to do the best I can, like everybody else is doing. You know. <laughs> are you still in lockdown, or you're able to get out and about? Well, we yeah, we're waiting a couple of weeks till we're completely free, but now they're saying we might not be completely free. Um, but we're we're we we can go out, and you know, we can have people over now. Uh, but it's been um, pretty intense for a long time. And, uh, you know, it's just been one of those crazy years, isn't it? Um, I'm just going to jump in. Hardest thing about this year? Um, you know, when, you're, when you feel like you're born to make music and sing over people and... Um, prophesy to people you know, you know all those things that we've been used to so so much you know when that's taken away playing live you're traveling um you, you know your income your your whole world sort of has a bit of a mini collapse and so I, you know that that has been a struggle and um you, you know it, it's I, but i think that the main thing is is being with people and seeing, you know, people's eyes light up when the Holy Spirit's in the room. Uh, I do miss that a lot. But, um, you know, there have been other things that have come along which have been great. So can I ask a question? Um, Dean, our campus pastor in Melbourne, I actually said to him, if you got to ask Martin a question, what would it be? And it was too heavy to start there, but he actually wrote, as an artist and a worship leader, how have you adapted... Um, to what you do during the, clo- the changing landscape in a global pandemic, but how has no tours, conferences, festivals affected your ministry and income? And therefore, how have you stayed grounded in your calling? Well, yeah, I mean, thank God for family, eh? You know, and, and I think that, you know, there's that beautiful verse where it says that God sets us in a family. And uh, even if we don't have a traditional family set up, you know, we, that's what's amazing about our church community. Uh, you can always find a mum or a dad or, or a brother or a sister. And I think for me, it's been, um, you know, it's been the longest time I've been at home in one stretch. And, uh, you know, we were laughing that it got to sort of Saturday number 19 or something. And, hey, and I'm still here, you know. Um, I'm not going away. I'm, I'm going to watch Saturday night TV and get a takeaway. You know, what a novelty. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, so the home stuff's been amazing, you know, for, for us, uh, in our family, we've been able to have some conversations that we probably wouldn't have done because we were too busy, you know, just for Anna and I and our marriage, like, Hey, that thing that we talked about three years ago that we never really properly talked about, uh, that thing about me that bugs you, um, you know. Should we, should we go for a walk today because we've got nothing to do? Let's go and talk about that. You know, so there's been lots of that, lots of soul searching. I think lots of repair work, uh, lots of sleeping, uh, lots of dreaming again. 
and, uh, and, and, and surviving, hanging on. It's, there's been a lot of hanging on, hasn't there? Do you feel like the Lord's spoken to you during the season? Yeah, undoubtedly, uh, in in ways that I wouldn't have expected. Um, I think a great thing for any artist or creative person, or uh, you, you know, anyone involved in what we do, is that we live a lot of our in our head, don't we? We're dreamers. We, we, we dream of the future. We dream of a melody that could touch someone or a song or a video or you name it. We're, we're living in that space. I think without that, without the ability to keep, um, I would say, producing products, um, you know, it's given me the chance to go swimming in the sea more. And, you know, and, and the sea in England is freezing cold, by the way. So, you know, you know, to do things um, in the body, there's a lot of psychology about artists, creative people. You need to be in your body. You know, you need to have your feet on the ground and rooted in something. So, um, yeah, so, so doing the gardening is something that it, it gets your hands connected to the dirt. And there's something very spiritual about that. So I've been learning more about that, about... Um, body soul and spirit and uh, and and also realizing uh, and i you you already know this but it's been a revelation to me that i'm human it's like hey <laughs> i'm i'm just an ordinary human being skin and bones there's nothing there's nothing that i can do i've got no magic tricks left i i it's just my father god and me it's just you and me god now like i don't i can't get on a stage i can't do that i can't turn the lights up i can't prophesy with someone and and that has been a great revelation to me that we're human and we should celebrate the fact that we're human and uh, we live in our brokenness we're children of the living god and yet we're complex and the days of the demigod <coughs> you know preacher or the demigod worship pastor that we kind of feel like we're slightly angelic because, you know, we're on a higher level to other people and, you know, we're not God, but we're sort of halfway up. And that is all nonsense. We're human. Um, we were made that way. And the great thing about that revelation is that we have an, a greater revelation that God is God, that He is almighty, that He is amazing. Uh, so, so the more I bow the knee and realise I'm, I'm just, I'm just doing this life the best I can, keeping my hands clean. Psalm 24, wanting to honour my Father God every day, wanting to love people more. Uh, but ultimately, I, He is God, and and I've had a revelation of how amazing He is, how big He is, and that. If I can fix my eyes on him, you know, 2 Chronicles chapter 20, it talks about Jehoshaphat. Sorry, I'm preaching now, Cass, sorry. Um, and you know, you should never let a singer preach, but I'm going for it anyway. Um, is that Josh Jehoshaphat was in this situation where the armies are coming in, they're all gonna get killed. There's this beautiful thing, he says, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. For me, that says it all about this season. 
we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And of course it turns into victory when we turn our eyes. So amazing. Um, I love you reference that because it's exactly where we started the year here with that verse. We don't know what to do, but we wow. fix our eyes on you. And we talked about how um, the battle was won on our knees first and then in worship. So like from that... Yeah, and I, oh, no, go. No, no, I love that story because it goes on to say, and, and the women and the children and the family all gathered. You know, unless church and our life, creativity, it, it evolves around family, then we don't have anything in our old age. And, um, you know, if there's one thing that I could say is that that I've been learning over the years is that if I don't have friends, family, people with me as I grow older, then all I've done before means nothing. And so, you know, it's, imp it's important to remember that. So then how do these revelations about being human and family change your worship? I just think my God has become bigger and I've become smaller. You know, I, I, I think that's all I can say is that I've, I've been humbled through this season, you know. Um, you know, I've not been able to, and, you know, Jad will understand this and, and Brooke and all, and all of you guys will understand this, that you can get on stage and you can make things happen. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're a worship leader or whether you're Bieber and you're a performer or whether you're a hotshot preacher. The gift that you have is, to, is, is you can make things happen, you know, and, and that's a great thing. That's, that's a good thing about the gift. But the, the problem with that is that after a few years, you start to think that you're actually pretty cool uh, and you're actually pretty good at it. And the worst case situation is you can think you can do that even without God standing at your side. And, and if I write a hot song, that's going to do it anyway. Um, but, I, but I think that this is an amazing season we're coming into where we bow the knee. You know, we, we, we go low and we lift up the name of, of Jesus high. And, and, and I, think, I think for me that the gap has just gone like that more and more, you know. So then, Martin, your songs that you're writing now, do they, have they changed? Do they reflect, obviously they reflect where you are now, but how have they changed? Um, I've had more time to craft them. So I've, that's been great. I've had more time to pour over the lyrics, make sure I'm happy with them. Whereas, you know, when you're rushing around all the time, that's more difficult. And um, it's just been unique, isn't it, when you're sitting at home. And, and I've had some really down days, you know. Uh, I'm sure, like everybody, I've had some really depressing days where I'm looking at the future, I'm looking at income, I'm looking at... I'm in this little room on my own trying to make music, and I'm like, God, I don't think this was the plan. Um, and, and yet in that, you just feel his presence and... and um, you know, if, if I know he's with me, then it, it means that I can write out of that. And uh, I don't know how the songs are different. You'll have to be the judge of that when they, when they come up. But, but I, uh, one of the songs is called Dancing in the Fire. For me, I want to come out of this season 
dancing rather than my head down. You know, so I think there's lots of songs of celebration, if I can use that old fashioned word. High praise, celebration, fun, not taking ourselves too seriously. Guys, we've just come through the Red Sea. Literally, we've come through it to the other side. Miriam's grabbed her tambourine and we're going to go for it. So I think, um, <laughs> surprisingly, uh, although although I know at your church you, you ban people with tambourines in the crowd, but, you know, understandably. Um, Just flags. But um, I know it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't line up with a click track. And I know that's... that's <laughs> but... I, I just feel, okay, heads up. Um, we're children of the living God. Let's celebrate. Okay, so your favourite lyric in one of the songs that you've been writing? Uh, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. You didn't that, write that. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I stole Let's it. That's plagiarism. <laughs> Um, I know, but hopefully there's a nice little tune with it. Um, okay, so we have in, in this room and watching a whole lot of our team from like global and local. Um, this is going to be an, a familiar question to you, but I want to know, how do you write songs? Like, how long does it take you to craft those lyrics? Because things like what you write, they don't come in one minute, right? They're not... I think there's a whole lot of people in here who are learning the craft of songwriting. So take us on the journey. Yeah. What does it look like? How does the refining process look? Um, the, the amazing Matt Redman has got a brilliant quote, which I'm going to steal. He says, the songwriting process for us, our tribe, you know, it starts with the door shut. And that that the shutting of the door can be half a day, an hour. It can be three years, you know, on a song. It can be 10 years. You know, that feeling of I'm carrying something. God, I think I'm onto something, but I don't quite know what it is. But I'm not going to share that idea yet. Um, And then he he goes on to say, but the the finishing of the song uh, happens when, you know, you then open the door. And that's when the collaboration starts. And I'll be like, hey, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll send something to Ruben or, you know, hey, is this, is this done? You know, can you help me out? Uh, Jason Ingram, hey, is this, is this, you know, do you, think, do you think we're on the right track here? I'm missing a verse. I cannot think of this. You know, I can't, I don't know how to crack this egg open. Can you help me? So start with the song, with the door shut finish the song with the door open and um, you know I think that's that's a great lesson for all of us okay I love that so much can you tell me about collaborating with your kids <laughs> um, you know um, it's been it's been the joy of my life um, you know seeing my kids grow up and um, you know, and, and now see them singing their own song, you know. And I mean that metaphorically, you know, not, not all of them are singer-singers, but I'm seeing them, you know, express themselves. And that's, that's it. That's, it's been the, the joy of my life, as I say. And so, um, 
it, it was a sort of a case of um, not not do I want them on the record, but how can I keep them off the record this time? So uh, is that real? And it's been yeah, it's been it's been great. You know, they've, they've been you don't want they've them been on telling me how. Oh no, no, I, I, <laughs> because I, I, why? I, I really, I really did. But it, there was just a natural sort of vibe of this year in the house, and it was like, hey, listen to this. Can I play on that? Can I sing on that? So it's been it's been beautiful actually, um, and uh, we've done our own mini version of Two Chronicles Twelve. You know, all the family getting together. So then, Martin, you could have, like, over the years, you could have. Uh, abandoned kind of the worship spirit in the songs but you haven't so what has kept you focused on the Lord throughout all the years and not not wanting to seek some like even a secular career or a different path You know, I think I think it's being in love, isn't it? Um, you know, you, you you write the thing, you write about the things that you love, and you you write about the people you love. And so, you know, I've written some songs about Anna, my kids, but but ultimately, you know, that that the great love of my life is is knowing Jesus, and I suppose. It's more that I probably couldn't stop doing it, rather than, you know, it's a it's a it's a mental decision. Um, you know, when when God, when when Jesus saved your life, you're you're forever grateful, aren't you? And so, I've always felt that it's come out of a spirit of thankfulness and saving my life. Literally, you know, when I had a car crash years ago. And, various other things you know you feel like you feel quite that you feel thankful and so it, i think it just comes out of that really okay, so JD, can i say something oh, yeah can i say something it doesn't mean that i or any of you in the room can't write some killer pop songs or country songs or or <laughs> songs for you know or, or music for gaming or um whatever it is that you're carrying just do that to the glory of God and I think that if I can say that it's time to explode the myth that this gift that God has given us is just for Sunday mornings um, I, I really believe that this is a season for our tribe where uh, you just just you know do whatever you want just just know that that your father God's behind you as you create beats and loops and you know whatever it is that you do do it to the glory of God and it'll be amazing okay so JD wrote because he is your favourite worship leader of Hillsong United right <laughs> you just have to confess that it's JD's your best guy um, he, he's my favourite person of all time yeah that's what I've heard <laughs> apart from me um, I, he, I can I just say I longed for hair like that yeah um but I, I've now had to, before God, just realise that's never going to happen. But anyway, carry on. Okay, hold on. I could get sidetracked. I'm not going to. Okay, so JD asked, 
What's been the single most important decision you've ever made to keep your passion for Jesus and the Word of God alive over all these years? Well, you know, I think I think being faithful in my marriage, you know, and and being dedicated to my my family. I know that's not possibly the answer that really relates to it, but to me, everything comes out of that, you know. My commitment, my honouring my commitment to, to Anna and my kids and trying to do that well. Of course, you know, most of the time you don't do it well, but, you know, these are quite powerful things that shape your whole life. And, and of course, we, we know and this is no judgment. We know when those things break down or when they're not there, it's catastrophic. And so, um, you know, by the grace of God, I've had the joy of living in that joy, you know, and I think out of that joy, um, everything is, everything comes from that river, you know, and um, yeah. Over the years, have you had to make decisions to reset or reprioritize your family? Yeah. Um, I remember 2009, um, the end of the band that I was in called Delirious. Um, that We had 20 years together. It was, um, you know, it was a great season of my life. And, uh, you know, my son Noah was 10 years old at the time. And... Um, I don't know, parents will, not, will, will know this. There's a certain look one of your kids can give you, which is a, Dad, I'm not happy with how this is going. Um, they, they won't even be able to articulate. It's just a look of, Dad, I don't really like you going away so much. And so that, that was a big factor for me uh, in making that decision. And um, it was a hard decision, five families involved, but... I definitely, that was an intentional reset of, right, okay, that season's done and now we're going to explore some different things as a family and, um, you know, and, and not do that as hard. How much courage did it take to make that decision? Well, I don't know whether I'm the judge of that, um, but it, it wasn't easy. Um, yeah, it, it, it wasn't easy. Um, and, and you know, we're all people, aren't we? And we, we, you know, the great, the greater your love for people in a team, the greater the bond and the family connect. The harder it is to end something like that. And so, each family would have experienced their own degree of pain. And uh, you know, it, it, the, the, these things are real life, aren't they? And uh, it takes sometimes years to get over it. Yep. Um, I feel like that's more true than anybody can begin to imagine. Um, This season, if you were to sing one worship song, only got one song, what would the song be? Hmm. Uh, probably turn your eyes upon Jesus, you know that old '70s song. 
Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look. I mean, what a great line. Look full in his wonderful face, you know. Um, and the things of earth will grow, you know, faintly dim or whatever. What, what a lesson for us, you know, of having to pull back from everything that um, professionally, commercially, whatever it is that, that drives us. Okay, I'm on my knees. You know, I, I lift my head, you know. So that, that's, been a, that's been a great song I've sung a few times this year. Um, I promised that I would let you go at 11 a.m. your time, which is 8 p.m. our time, which means we have 15 seconds. Now, here's the deal. I've got five more minutes. Okay, well, that, then I'm going to give you five minutes. So you said, yeah. you said at the start of this and then somewhere in the middle of it, um, there isn't the opportunity to prophesy and sing over people. There hasn't mm. been that opportunity. Well, there is rooms full of people. There are homes full of Melbourne people in lockdown and British team in lockdown listening to you. So if you could sing or prophesy your heart out over people who are hungry for the Word of God, what would you say? Hmm. And you have five minutes and we're all yours. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I haven't prepared this. Um, I I just want to thank you all first because, you know, the influence of all of what you're doing is in, is is unmeasurable. You know, what a great word. It's unmeasurable that there is no start and beginning. It's the songs, the, the worship, the tea, it goes out and there's not, there's not a week that goes by in our church. We don't do one of your songs. And so, you know, the influence is just so deep and wide. And, um, you know, I, I, one thing I've become more aware of is without the Holy Spirit, we, you know, we're, we're pretty hopeless, aren't we? And how desperately we need a move of God. We need the Holy Spirit to move firstly on our lives, you know, in our, in our neighbours next door to us, in our churches, our schools, our government, in our nations. And that's what I believe we should be preparing ourselves for and posturing ourselves for is is a is a move again of, of God. And um, you know, so it, it doesn't matter if you play out of time. It doesn't matter if you sing a bum note. You know, it doesn't matter if 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 there's a service that's a bit clunky. It doesn't matter if all the things that were once so precious to us um, are not, you know, they don't need to be as precious to us, but what needs to be precious to us is is just the living presence of God. And, and, and you know, starting the day with good morning, Holy Spirit, you know, ra- rather than looking at our phones and like, okay, what can the world tell me today? What can the world trick me into thinking? It's like, good morning, Holy Spirit, what have you got for me today? And, um, and I think it's a time for purity. Um, again, quite an old-fashioned word, but, you know, it, it's the purity in us 
that's that's the prophecy you know that that's the thing that the world goes wow um there's something different here there's something different going on here and uh, you know i think the days of impressing people with brilliant songs and great everything we need all that and i and i and i you know i'm a fan of all that in jesus name but we need to look in the shadows of our hearts and say okay there's stuff here that i've got to bring into the light and that will be our greatest act of worship is okay there's stuff here that i'm hiding that i shouldn't be you know i've been watching stuff been doing this I've been doing it's time to bring that into the light and and then i think our worship will be so powerful and then you know we won't even need songs you know that there'll be some days we 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 won't even need songs because the song we are the song there'll be there'll be times when people will just gather and you'll have a whole set list and you'll be like we don't even need this because we're already singing we're already worshiping we're our hands are in the air let's go for two hours just singing in tongues together and and so that's worship right and um you know you guys have led the way for so many years and you know i'm a big fan i'm in awe of everything that you do um and that would be all i could say is is we we must always remember that this is about god not us and um but i do i think you're all brilliant and we think you are absolutely brilliant and we feel like we are all cutting our teeth again on a new season in god and actually long for that that you're talking about. Jad started tonight um, telling us that we should lead the worship leaders, not let them lead us. And so like, I think we're, we're in the spirit together, seeking God and what he's got for our church. So can we pray for you before you go? Oh, it'd be amazing, thank you. All right, so Tim, why don't you stretch your hands forward if you're home in Melbourne, wherever you're watching from, Brisbane, Newcastle, whatever. Father, we thank you that you are here with us right now. God, your presence is in this place. You are in London. You are with us wherever we find ourselves tonight. And God, we give you all the glory for who you are. We thank you that you found us. Lord, we are so grateful for your sacrifice, for your son, for the way that you have um, revealed yourself to us. God, we thank you for Martin. We thank you that he is a statesman in your kingdom. God, that you have um, given him words and songs and ways to move our heart towards you that we are forever and eternally grateful for. And Father, right now I pray by your Spirit that you would presence yourself in his studio, that over the next few hours, God, while he writes and records and does what you've put in his hand, that God, there would be a freshness to what he is bringing to the church, that there would be a beauty in the lyrics he writes, that there would be a timelessness in what he is penning and putting together. Father, I thank you that you are going to bless him abundantly. God, I pray that you would provide for his needs. God, even as we've talked tonight about laying down touring and worship and um, income, Lord, I know that you are the God who provides. And so I pray for him and Anna, for their family. Lord, that you would be Jehovah Jireh, their provider and their portion. 
And Lord, may you lift his head. May you give him greater revelation of who you are and what you are doing and continue to bless him, I pray. And God, we thank you that he is going to be a grandfather very soon. Coolest grandfather on the planet. And we pray, God, that you would continue to bless generation after generation after generation of the Smiths and you would remember them for the sake of Martin. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We Thank couldn't you love you love more you if we tried. Hurry up and come to Sydney one day soon when we ever open our borders. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming, honestly. See you soon. Thanks a lot. Love you. Love Bye. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope that, it, hope that it's really useful to you. If the podcast is useful and helpful to you, if you're enjoying it, then I'd love to invite you to share it on social media or maybe to text it, you know, share a link with a friend. Uh, if you tag Hillsong Creative at Hillsong Creative, uh, maybe we'll repost you, I don't know. <laughs> and if, you, uh, if you're not yet subscribed, let me just take this opportunity to Uh, invite you to do that as well you'll get notified of new episodes whenever they're released also if you haven't heard we've launched a brand new podcast called the praying through the bible with hillsong creative it's designed to help you get more out of the word of god in your daily life so i'd encourage you to search hillsong creative or praying through the bible subscribe to that one too and of course obviously rate it and let us know how you're enjoying that one too well thanks again for being part of us and with us on the journey and we'll talk to you next time